I would imagine that you and I aren't alone in the foggy first date anniversary club. Well, have we ever talked about the start of our relationship? We were both dating other people at the time and we started. I feel like we need to dive into this hardcore at some point, but for now, yeah, we were both dating other people. But then we started hanging out and then I guess we kind of like hanging out, finger quote unquote, hanging hanging out. out. And then we, I think we're kind of like making our grand exits from those people. Like we've kind of been like, yeah, I don't know if this is working out. But then they started seeing on social media that we were together. And then that flared up some drama of like, oh my God, you you know, did you break up with me for someone else? All that stuff. So it's a little murky. Like we hung out for the first time. We went on a date, but his friend was there the first night we kissed. And then we had a date that was like one of the best days of our relationship. Like just the coolest day ever where I think we were both like, okay, we really like each other. And that was a great 24 hours. So it's the and at, and after the fact, we designated that our first official date because even though we had been kind of hanging out before that, we hadn't really had a first date where we were both single. Right. So we because de- we were shady AF. So we designated that day our first official date, and it was a concert happening in Atlanta, a free concert that was happening in Atlanta because the final four was here. And so that was eight years ago this week. Which is insane that we've been together almost a decade. And I'll tell you what, what? here's two great things that came three great things. This is my longest relationship ever. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Three great things came out of that, that day. Um, number one was the cracker cheese apricot thing. No, that was going to be number three. And, oh, okay. I, and I forgot what number one and two that was. We talked to already. sting. Oh yeah. This all we got to stand next to sting. It was so cool. Yeah. So, the, so we got to go backstage at a grace Potter and the nocturnal show because the company that Callie worked for was also managing Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. And I love Grace Potter. Oh my gosh. If you don't know Grace Potter, she's so amazing. Jeff had never heard of her and was like, oh my gosh, this chick is awesome. Like she is so cool. So we're standing backstage watching her perform for thousands of people. And I suddenly noticed that there's kind of somebody standing kind of behind me, kind of next to me. And I turn and look and it's Sting. Like that Sting. Like- Like Sting. We're both kind of like, oh my God. <laughs> so, so at some point uh, during the show, her whole Grace Potter's whole band comes off stage and it's just her performing with like an acoustic guitar. And so her whole band comes off the stage and the guy is standing, one of her guitar players is standing near where we are. And Sting reaches past me and taps him on the shoulder and says, hey, man, great show in his British Sting Sting accent. accent. Yeah. Right. And the guy turns around and says, hey, thanks, man. 
And then, then I could see his face when he realizes that he just got complimented by Sting. <laughs> and then Sting introduces him himself by saying, I'm Sting. <sighs> and I'm like, you don't need to introduce like yourself. Everyone knows who you are. Like we, yeah. Your name is Sting. Right. Like you don't have to. And then I forget what the second cool thing was. Oh, and by the way, after that, the guitar player like turned around so Sting couldn't see him, but we could see him. And he mouthed, oh my God. Right. <laughs> he was like totally having a fangirl moment, but there were like tens of thousands of people in the audience and he was trying to play it cool. And like, there's also- <laughs> no, there's nobody to share that moment with. So he just kind of shared it with Callie. He's yeah. Like, he's like, oh my God. Yeah. So, and then the second cool thing. God, that was cool. That was the best day. I can't remember. And then the third cool thing that happened that day. The second day, cool thing is we saw Usher. Usher was there. So that was cool. And he said, I remember I posted on my Facebook because this came up as a, um, man, we are just name dropping all over the place. Um, we, but it was super cool. Uh, we were, I remember posting this on my Facebook because it came up as a memory that you Usher said hi to you. So he was walking around backstage. He wasn't a performer, but there were lots of celebrities in town and, you know, backstage or whatever. So he sees Jeff and walks to Jeff and is like, hey, man, what's going on? And like shakes his hand. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the coolest day of all time. And Jeff was just like, hey, buddy, what's up? And I was like, oh, my gosh, my kind of boyfriend knows Usher. Uh, and then the third greatest thing was I – we snuck in to a like a VIP tent area. I think we just snuck in because it was air conditioned and it was like yeah, we didn't really there wasn't really much sneaking. We basically just walked in. We walked in, but we got in there and they had this this appetizer that I have recreated pretty frequently since then, which is a little piece of like garlic toast with goat cheese on it and then a piece of grilled chicken an apricot butter and a sprinkle of salt. Apricot jam. Apricot jam, sorry. And a sprinkle of salt. And it's the most delicious, addicting thing on the planet. And those, other than, you know, meeting, hanging out with the eventual mother of my child, those three (laughs) things were the coolest part of that. And we wound up having those hors d'oeuvres at our wedding. That's right. We did. Yeah. Because it was such a, it was just like such a monumental day in our relationship and something that we'll never forget. Uh, yeah, it's just awesome. So happy dataversary to you this week. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for my dog, Sadie, who celebrated her ninth birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Sadie. Happy birthday, Sadie. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for quality time with Ellie. I know this sounds really dumb because she's a baby. And she doesn't really know what I'm saying, but when I hang out with her, I feel like she's like my little buddy and I feel like she understands kind of like what we're doing and what I'm saying. And it's my favorite thing ever. I do think she understands. Do you think she understands? I don't know. I felt like she understood yesterday because she was having 
when you were out running errands or whatever you're doing, she was having a, just an Ellie moment where she was, it's not even an Ellie moment. That's the wrong way to describe it. She's just, she has a way of vocalizing right now and she does it mainly at her toys where she just screams at them. Yeah. So she'll look at like this. Not an anger, just loud. She's like, yay. And I turned and looked at her yesterday while she was doing that. And I said to her, what are you yelling about? (laughs) And she gave me a look that was heartbreaking. Like, why are you so annoyed? I'm just talking to my friends. And I felt so bad for about two seconds. And then she laughed at me. No. Yeah. So cute. Um, how are you on a scale of one to 10? Cause that's what we do every Friday. We do the one to 10 check-in so that we can stay on top of our emotions. Yes. So, so last week, I don't even think you gave yourself a score. I didn't. I, I, I think we were like tossing around a four. Uh, overall, I'm about a six this week. I had some, I had a really bad day this week. Anxiety wise, I had a panic attack last weekend and where I like couldn't breathe and it was not good. And I've the one day this week that I had a really bad day. I was so anxious. I felt terrible. I just could not, it was not a good day. Um, and nothing happened. It was a good day. Like good things happened. Nothing bad happened. It was just a super high anxiety day. So I've had more good days than bad days this week, which is great. The super, still the, not where I want to be. The super high, the super high anxiety day was leading up to a social commitment that you had. Mm-hmm. So the day following that, how did you feel? Was was the anxiety? Do you think connected to the social commitment? In I the re- kind in- of think it was because when I was there, I was fine. Like yeah. it was, it was totally fine. But the anticipation leading up to it, and it wasn't like a social event, like a huge thing. Like I saw two other people that I know that I love and spent time with them and my mom. So it wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't like I was going somewhere with a bunch of strangers. Like these are, you know, yeah, like best friend status people. Um, So I think maybe it was tied to the social commitment. I think I, on a scale of one to 10... And again, just like I did last week, I'm going to take you out of the equation because I'm really sad that you're feeling off. Mm -hmm. So if I remove you from the equation, I'm at like an eight and 8.5. I feel pretty productive. I feel, I feel like things are happening. Like I feel good about stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm bummed because I really wanted to have a lot more physical activity this week, which I didn't. So I feel disappointed in myself for not doing that, Mm -hmm. like hikes or walks or runs or whatever. But I would say I'm an 8.5. If I was factoring you into the equation, that would drop down to a 5 because I'm a fixer and I want to make everything all better. I'm sorry. I I really wish I could do more to help it make it go away or to help make it go away. But I feel like I'm kind of doing... All that I know how to do, you know? Yeah. One of the highlights of my week was talking to my friend, John Acuff, who 
I think I've mentioned him on the show before. He is an author and we've known each other for a couple of years. He has. You know what I call him? What? My Christmas card friend. Oh, because our we, families send each other Christmas cards, but I've never met him in person. So it's just funny because I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what your kids look like. I know what your wife looks like. I know. You know what I mean? Like, I know your books and I know your Christmas card, but we've never met. And he is a he's a newsletter guy. So he always sends a newsletter mm-hmm. with his Christmas card. So you always know what his family's up to. Um, anyways, so <clears throat> I caught up with my friend John Acuff because this week his newest book came out. And uh, I, he, he's written a total of, I think, seven books. I think this is his seventh. Mm-hmm. And it's called Soundtracks. And I remember having coffee with him like a year and a half ago when this book was just like a tiny little thought in his head. And he said, I want to write a book about overthinking because I think that is a epidemic in this world. I think people overthink way too much. Mm-hmm. So were you fa- like, cool, right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, you're going to write a book about me. So he wrote, so this book came out this week. It's called Soundtracks and the evolution of his thought from a year and a half ago about overthinking to the book is you can defeat overthinking by changing your soundtrack. So you can defeat overanalyzing, analysis to paralysis, wondering if you're making the right decision simply by changing the the story that you're telling yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna play a little clip of our conversation that kind of gives a example of that, which I thought it's such a, it, it's so clear. He's one of these people who says stuff, and after he says it, you're like, why didn't I think of that? Right. Yeah. So I'm going to play a little clip of my conversation with him. It's going to come out as a bonus episode, um, either later today or over the weekend. And I want you to listen to the bonus episode because he gives three specific questions to ask yourself about every thought that you have that will, I'm not even lying, that will change your life. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear it. But- as, as an example of changing our soundtrack, I want to play this clip about John Acuff as he becomes a more successful author having to travel more for work mm-hmm. and how changing his soundtrack changed his perception of that. My business travel went from zero days a year to you know 80 nights a year, which is a big jump. And I felt this tremendous guilt about it. And what I started to do was when I was going on a trip, I would say to my kids, I'm going to be gone. I'm so sorry. I'll be home in four sleeps. Like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. I'm the worst parent. And eventually my wife pulled me aside and said, when you do that, you're teaching them to be sad and scared. They said that kid doesn't even know to feel that way, but they'll reflect what you put out. And that's actually scientific. It's called mirror neurons. Like kids have mirror neurons that mirror our emotions as a parent. She said, you feel guilty and you're making them hold that guilt. So she said, we're not mad. You're going to work. Like, go do your job. You're good at your job. You love your job. And that changed my ability to enjoy what I do, but I also enjoy being at home. And 
you know, we talk about those three questions. Is it kind? Think about that. Is it kind to my kids to say, Hey, I'm leaving. This is terrible. It's not like, cause kids have no concept of time. So like me saying, I'll be gone for two days. If you're a three-year-old could feel like forever. Right. Like, and now I'm, I'm adding all this drama and sadness. Is it kind to myself? So I get to do this amazing thing. I get to go to New York and speak at Comedy Central. And the first thing I feel is shame. That's not kind to me. And is it kind to my wife right before I leave to go, hey, just want to stir up the kid's anxiety real quick. I'm out of <laughs> here. Good luck. So the concept. That's so cool. Yeah. So the concept of his book, and if you're an overthinker, is changing the soundtrack that plays behind every thought that you have in order to overcome overthinking. So like I said, the, uh, the entire conversation that he and I had, it's about 25, 20, 25 minutes long. So it's not a long listen, but will be released as a bonus episode. And the name of his book is, uh, soundtracks. Uh, I think the full name of it is soundtracks. The hang on, I'll tell you. Soundtracks, The Surprising Solution to Overthinking by John Acuff. I found something that I think you are going to love, Jeff Dollar. I found a list of old-timey cuss words that we need to bring back. Okay. And I thought that you would think, this is awesome, and I thought it would make someone laugh on a Friday because it certainly made me feel good. Okay. These are words that used to be considered profanity but are no longer naughty. No longer naughty. And I feel like this is going to come in handy when Ellie starts repeating things that we say. Right. Because we do cuss in our house. I won't say frequent. Yeah. Yeah. It's frequent. It's not overdone. But, you know, I would say that our show here is a little is a little our language is much cleaner. Yeah, I don't think we're like I'm sure there are days or maybe even weeks go by where we don't use profanity. But. We're also not afraid to use profanity if we, like, if we drop a full carton of milk all over the floor and it <laughs> spills. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, we'll we'll cuss. So we're gonna replace some of these modern day cuss words with with these old timey words. Is that your proposal? Yes. Okay. Okay. Bajabbers. What is it? Bajabbers. With a B or a P? B. Bajabbers. Bajabbers. How is that used? Similar to bejesus. So when you stub your toe. Okay. Bejabbers. Got it. Bejabbers. Okay. Okay. Um, thunderation. What is it? Thunderation. Thun? Like thunder? Thunderation. 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 That gets used how? <laughs> it is a substitute for damnation, similar to tarnation, as in what in thunderation? Got it. So that Instead would Instead of like WTF. Yeah, or WTF. Yeah. Now it's WTF. What in thunderation? Okay. It's going to be awesome when the three-year-old goes to class and it's like, what in thunderation? <laughs> thunderation. Uh, great horn spoon. Great horned spoon? That means something you can swear by used in a similar way that you would use by God. By God, he's got it. Great horn spoon. He's got it. That one will never be used in this house. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, what else? There's a couple that I don't, can't even pronounce. Gosh, all Potomac. Like the river? Mm-hmm. 
What is that a substitute? This is actually the oldest slang cuss word. Okay. Gosh, all Potomac. It is like gosh almighty. Gosh almighty. I feel like this list is swear words. I like the jabbers. That are replacing swear words that aren't really swear words. Well, I think it's edited like, because we wouldn't be able to say like WTF on here, but we could say but jabbers. Got it. So <laughs> that will be the title of this episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Bajabbers. It will simply be bajabbers. Uh, similar, similarly for a Friday, something you don't have to think too much about, but at the risk of giving you nightmares, a woman had a dream that there was a secret room in her hair salon. So she owned a hair salon and she dreamed more than once that there was a secret room behind the hair salon. The dream was so vivid and so real that she actually took the drywall off part of her wall and found behind it a doorway. What? Yeah. Is that now, true? Yeah, it's totally true. Uh, it happens. Uh, she posted about it on TikTok. I don't know where it happened. Um, she did pry the secret door open and on the other side was just a bricked wall. So the doorway used to go somewhere. Weird. But it's completely bricked over. I don't think that I have ever had a dream. A premonition. A premonition in a dream. Like, I have not. I don't remember. Do you Percentage wise, how many nights do you remember your dreams? I remember my dreams probably like right when I wake up almost every night. But I did read something this week that said that men remember less dreams than women do. I don't remember any of my dreams. And sometimes I'll wake up and and I'll remember something cool like mm -hmm. that I dreamed about. Like whatever it is, like a secret doorway, a, an old timey cuss word, whatever. Right. And then, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. And it feels like almost five minutes later or 10 minutes later, I have the memory of remembering something really cool. You can't remember what it is. But I have no idea what the dream was about. Has that ever mm -hmm. happened to you? Do you know what I'm saying? Not within that time period, but I had dreams last night that I can't remember now. But do you remember the emotion associated with them? Mm -hmm. That's so weird. No, no, I don't. See, I remember the emotion when I wake up, but no, when it's gone, it's gone. See, that happens to me all the time where I'll wake up and I'll feel like really happy, really anxious, really excited, really sad, really whatever. And I'll vividly remember the dream that caused that emotion. And then, I mean, it feels like 10 minutes later, I have no idea the specifics mm -hmm. of what I was dreaming about. But I do remember the 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 mood. Yeah. And it dry I mean, it drives me because it's like knowing that you're forgetting something but not knowing what you forgot. Yes. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. It's so weird. Summer is days away. I mean, we got teased with it a few days ago. It was warm a few days ago. Now it's cool. But it'll be warm again soon. And that means I gotta get some shorts. 
So I go online and I find a couple pairs of shorts that I want. I go to check out and Honey, which is this browser extension I have installed on my computer. They're a brand new ad partner here on the upside with Callie and Jeff. Honey automatically applied a discount to my order. And on a purchase that was going to be about $90, I saved 12 bucks. Just by having this installed, I mean, it did, it took me five minutes to install it and it doesn't cost anything and it saves me that much money that quickly. So trust me when I tell you that you're doing yourself a disservice if you haven't installed Honey on your computer. What is it? Well, it goes through the internet when you're about to check out of a store and it looks for the best promo or coupon code or whatever it's called that taunts you, that empty box that taunts you at the checkout and it fills it in automatically. So it's basically climbing through your computer and putting money in your pocket. If you don't already have honey, you're missing out on the opportunity for free savings. It's free, it installs quickly, and you are going to be doing yourself a huge service by downloading Honey, putting it on your computer, because it's truly putting money in your pocket. Plus, it's a great way to support this podcast. Go to joinhoney.com slash upside. That's joinhoney.com slash upside and install Honey today. Comfort is something that we have been talking about a lot in the past year. Me Undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. You are awesome. And what you wear should only accentuate that fact. That's why MeUndies not only uses a sustainable, breathable, super soft fabric, but they also give you endless styles to choose from. It's total comfort inside and out. We recently got our MeUndies shipment in and I absolutely love their underwear and the loungewear that they sent. It is so soft and it feels like heaven. They also have a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL, and they have a ton of prints to choose from, and they also have classic colors if you're more a classic kind of girl like I am. Never leave your couch again with a Me Undies membership, a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door. With site-wide savings and exclusive sales, you'll automatically pay less for everything. MeUndies has a great offer for Upside listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com Upside. That's MeUndies.com Upside. Thrive Market. It is an online membership-based market. They're going to deliver food to your house. They're going to deliver healthy items like vitamins, stuff like that, supplements. Those will get delivered right to your door. Cleaning products that are good for your body and the environment. Those come right to your door. Things for kids, babies, pets, all of it delivered right to your door. And because they're a membership-based market, you're going to get member-only prices. That means you're going to save, on average, over 30 bucks on every order. And membership isn't expensive. You can get a one month membership for $9.95 a month and that'll just renew every month as long as you want it. Or for $59.95, you get a 12 month membership. That works out to be $5 a month. $5 a month to save on average 32 bucks per order. That I'm saying is a great deal. You don't have to be a math major to figure that out. Plus, you can get 25% off your first order and a free gift if you join today just for being an upside listener. 
Join Thrive Market today to get 25% off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com slash upside. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash upside to get the exclusive offer of 25% off your first order and a free gift. You can't get this offer anywhere else. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day is... Define success on your own terms, achieve it by your own rules, and build a life you're proud to live. All right, here are my three random things. Well, technically, it's four random things because a week or two ago, you said that my Friday three random things should be three random things plus the food holidays. Oh, yeah, okay. So I'm going to lump it all together. So technically, it's the food holidays plus three random things. And like always, it's brought to you by Brown & Company Jewelers. Um, Here are the food holidays that you need to know for the next seven days. Monday, National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Best day ever. I'm putting my grilled cheese sandwich recipe in the Pick Me Up newsletter uh, if you want to know how to make the greatest grilled cheese sandwich. So good. Uh, Tuesday, National Peach Cobbler Day. Wednesday, National Pecan or Pecan Day. Pecan. National Pecan Day. Thursday, Banana Day and Glazed Spiral Ham Day, which that bothers me because National Glazed Spiral Ham Day should be Easter, right? Yeah, I think so. Isn't Isn't ham a big Easter meal? Yeah, but maybe people are still eating leftovers. Friday, National Eggs Benedict, Saturday, National Crawfish, and National Cheese Ball Day. That's dumb. Cheese Ball is like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, I think so too. Who eats a cheese ball on April 17th? Not me. And Sunday is National Animal Cracker Day. All right, and here are the three random things. No category today. Apologies. Callie, do you have a life password? Yes. A life password is the password that you use for every website, every email account, Facebook, Twitter, every social media account, TikTok, Snapchat, all of it, Instagram. Do you have one password that you use? Not one, but I have a very, I have a base and then variations. Um, Having a life password is not ideal, according to security experts, but virtually 100% of internet users have one. You know that if you go and if you're an iPhone user and you go into where your passwords are, like the password keychain thing or whatever, that it will tell you how many of your passwords are repeats. And say you need to change your password. This is dangerous. Uh, Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, My second random thing is what lie, this is according to the book, Are You Normal? What lie do people tell the most? I think people lie about their weight. That's the correct answer. One out of every three people admits to lying about the number on the scale. Um, One out of every four people lie about their income. One out of every five people lie about their age. Who's telling people their income? And one out of every 10 people lie about their natural hair color. That's weird. That's a very odd thing to lie about. The income or the hair color? The hair color. And who's telling people their income? You know what I mean? Like none of my friends know what my income is. Uh, My third random thing is uh, according to the journal of a, Epidemiology. Epidemiology. How do you know that? Epidemiology, because we've been in the middle of a global pandemic. 
for a year. Does that have to do with diseases? Yeah. The study oh. of the spread of diseases, epidemiology. Okay. According to the Journal of... Epidemiology. Empathy, calmness, and positive energy are among the personality traits that predict a long life, according to research. Along with those three things, people who are uh, tidier, intellectually curious, and more mature also live longer. So if you want to live a long life, be empathetic and care about others. Those are my three random things. I have a beautiful human alert out of Toronto, Canada, and people are finding encouraging handwritten notes all around the city of Toronto. And the project is called Greetings Toronto. It's uh, It was founded by a resident there who's being choosing to be anonymous and two of her childhood friends and they are going around the city leaving handwritten notes like don't be so hard on yourself you are doing okay and um yeah they're just popping up all over the city and i love that they're handwritten we because that makes that's so different than you know what i mean it's i just, yeah i, I loved the fact at where when we used to go for walks around our neighborhood mm-hmm. where we lived before this somebody painted rocks tiny little rocks with positive affirmations. Do you remember that? Uh And would leave them all up and down the street. And it was such, this is such an adulting thing to be excited about. I feel like yesterday when I posted about my new frying pans, Mm -hmm. that was a very adult thing. Yeah. And this is also a very adult thing. But it was such a delight to be walking the dogs or whatever. And you would look down and see this bright red or bright yellow rock. And you would look at it and it would say, you are beautiful or have a nice day or. It's so cool. Thank, you know, thanks for being a good human or whatever. I feel like that's kind of like the same vibe. Yeah. It's de- even if you don't believe this statement or internalize it, it still brings good energy to your. It totally does. To your aura or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. So. I like that. So anonymous stranger and friends in Toronto, Canada. Actually, no, I will call it by name. Greetings, Toronto. You are beautiful humans. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Did you, by any chance, listen to my pelvic floor physical therapy episode? Nope. Are you ever going to listen to it? Nope. And I'll tell. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Um, first of all, kudos to you for being so personal and so intimate and so candid about the stuff that happens to a woman's body as it gets older and as it squeezes out babies and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you for that. But while I was editing it <laughs> I heard you talking about poop and I just want to pretend that doesn't happen yeah which I'm totally fine with I don't need you to listen to the episode I'd actually prefer you not to listen I, to it I did not I inserted the production and the commercials into it with minimal exposure to the content okay good um, so if you haven't listened to it yet we I took your questions from Instagram and ask Dr. Amy Meehan, who is a physical, a pelvic floor physical therapist who has been helping me. And 
we got so many great answers and there are a ton of things that women experience that we joke is normal. And Jeff, I'm sure you've heard this part. Like you've heard women say like, oh, I just peed myself or, oh, you know what I mean? Like it's in TV shows. It's a move. Like people just say that like it's a joke, but it doesn't. Happen. After you have a baby. Yeah. You people just... joke around about that all the time, but it doesn't have to be that way. And there's a ton of issues like that, but it is really intimate episodes. And um, we've created a table of contents for it. So you don't have to listen to the whole thing. If you just have an area of interest that you want to hear about. The whole thing, like the raw audio that doesn't even include any of the sponsor mentions or anything was, I think, close to 90 minutes long. Yeah, it was the longest. It was it, it was, was an, really long. an in-depth conversation. But it's so important to talk about because, and I, I interjected a lot of my personal experience in there, which is the literal most personal, intimate thing I have ever put out, ever. And, but our premise of the show and of what we want to do is to make people feel less alone and normalize things that might not feel normal to everyone and might cause people to feel more alone. So if that is something that you struggle with or something that you're interested in, please go listen to the bonus episode. Amy is incredible. And I, I really like the episode. I listened to the whole thing, even though I was there recording it and it has so much great information. Amy is wonderful. Hi guys, it's T-Bird. So you were talking about the anxiety of kind of getting out for one of the first times since, you know, all of this COVID stuff has happened. It is so bizarre. I am going on a trip today for my first trip in over a year. And I usually am like stoked, so excited, like just great. I am literally freaking out. I almost can't breathe. Um, and it is so weird. And I don't ever have bad dreams ever, ever. I had the worst dream last night and I woke up in like this panic. Like, I don't know what is going on right now, but I am completely freaked out. And you guys know this doesn't happen to me often. So it's gotta be a thing. Um, maybe once I get down there, I'll be fine, but woo. I am not okay right now. Ugh. Talk to you later. Bye. I have been having a super hard time lately with my anxiety. It's something that we've been talking on the show the past couple of months, but it's really come to a head the past week or two. And the light at the end of the tunnel for me when dealing with my mental health is knowing that I have a great support team around me to help me get to the other side of it. And BetterHelp can help you do that. If you're someone that has had therapy on your list or you don't feel like yourself or you're really struggling, check out BetterHelp help.com slash upside. Here's what they do. They're going to ask you a couple of questions about yourself and they will hook you up with a licensed professional counselor that you can meet with via video or telephone from the comfort of your own home. And they have thousands of licensed and professional counselors to choose from. So if they pick someone for you and you don't mesh with them right away, they're going to be happy to hook you up with someone else. Start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Upside. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Adriana. This message is actually for Donovan up in New York. And someone wants to say something to you. Hi, 
Donovan. It's Addison. Happy birthday to you, too, and thank you for singing me happy birthday. That was so sweet of you. Hope you had a good Easter and birthday, and thank you again for leaving that message for Addison. It was really nice. Um, Have a good day. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, guys. Just listening to the show this morning and you talking about uh, Harry and Meghan, and I totally get where you're coming from, but I think you may... Some people don't have the means to even talk to somebody, to get a therapist, to get help. They are struggling with putting food on the table or keeping the lights on. And so, unfortunately, in this country, mental health is a luxury that they, mental health care is a luxury that they can't afford. And if you do have more money, you do have more resources. I'm not validating the point that, hey, rich people can't have mental health issues. They definitely can and do. I'm not validating that point or justifying it. I'm just saying they're not coming from a point of judgment either, I don't think. And you guys are the best. Thanks. Bye. Jack, you read my mind when you were talking about the research study that said people who experience stress are smarter, I was like, wait a second, who are the people that don't experience stress? So we need to find these people and take their magical wisdom or something. I don't know. Seriously, we got to find these people. All right, bye. And it's a lot of times you feel like, well, am I doing the right thing? Is this really, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Am I strong enough to do this job? And then you just have to believe in yourself as much as you can. And against all odds, you just say, you know what? I'm going to just put my best foot forward and I'm going to give the world the best that I got, right? Mm -hmm. Anything is possible.